Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the homesteader, Louis Fox. That's right. I just built a uh, log cabin out on the Kansas Prairie. No, I'm saying that because you are home right now. I'm looking at your kitchen. Yep. And, uh, I th- was that yes? I saw you. Did I see you yesterday? Uh, two days ago. <laughs> was that two days ago? Oh, man. I don't know. Yeah, I saw you two days ago, and we didn't podcast. You, you, dro- you drove through Eugene for like seven minutes yeah we had had a cup of coffee I drove, baby. I drove 45 minutes to see if you for seven minutes i well, but if true friendship if you do the math i really drove 10 hours to see you, you didn't, oh you were driving home man <laughs> and then 10 hours home see, the difference between me and you is like you worry about like hitting traffic and stuff and i'm like yeah i'm just gonna hang out with my friend and uh you know as long as it takes you know that's uh <laughs> That's how I feel about our relationship. You're like, I, I have time to get a coffee and maybe see you and I'm going home. Yeah, it sucks sitting in those three because I'll hit three traffics on the way home if I don't time it right. Yeah, I mean, because I think you hit in your GPS, uh, give me the route with most traffic because we were talking about how you were going home and the route you were going was like, made no sense. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have that sitting setting that says, pick the worst route possible. Yes, yeah, exactly. It routed me through Chicago. <laughs> so it was good to see you man and uh yeah how how was the fair how was everything going up it was a good time i had a, a fun job i broke up a fight that was nice. a good time and yeah. uh, how'd you do it through uh sort of talking your feelings out or <laughs> we, 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 had, we had gave him the share stick and the person <laughs> hit the other person with the share stick <laughs> how'd it go down it was like two teenage girls fist cuffing and i walked well i i saw it and i'm like oh that's not fun and then I saw them. I'm like, you know what? I don't need to get involved in this fight. So I actually went and got like the security guard that was eight feet away just with his back to it. I'm like, how do you not see this fight? And I made him break it up. And he was like, I'm security, not police. I'm like, it's off my hands. Uh, okay. So you, uh, so essentially you assess like, you're like, okay, I could probably take both those people. Yeah, but I'm not going to. I'm going to get the security guard. <laughs> guy you know something to talk about from his day of work yeah well the best was they they would have these two chicks if i tried to break it up they would have been like they would have got over their differences through the mutual beating up of an old dude yeah oh yeah there you go (laughs) hey you know we started out enemies but then we became friends once we beat the shit out of this old (laughs) officer and now now we're best friends now you're speaking at my wedding Oh, it's good to see you, man. Well, let's get some new stories. So, oh, we got a special. We got an addendum to an old story. But to get you caught up, we're going to play the old story and then we'll fire up the new information at the end. Yeah, we're trying something new. So instead of just putting an addendum randomly in uh, our podcast episode, we're going to actually play the story that the addendum is to. So this is a uh, blast from the past uh, story that we did. With a blast from the now. Yeah, you're going to hear former Louie and Matt. And then we're going (laughs) to... Uh, after that, you're going to hear current Louie and Matt. And, <laughs> and then you can email us and let us know how much we've changed. Yes. All right. Let's get to it. Yep. Let's 
let's get to some weird stuff. This story comes from foxnews.com. That's a news source more reliable than funding your IRA with Coinstar profits. <laughs> Wait, Coinstar is a huge business. You can't... Uh, oh, you're saying from <laughs> the money that you get from Coinstar, yeah, not there's, the profit. There's no profit from cashing your change in. Well, yeah. Every year I turn in like a bottle's worth of coins and it's, I get like 500 bucks a year, man. Yeah, but they take like 10%. Well, that's the thing. That's what's crazy about this story is actually this story is an addendum to episode 149 where we talked about the guy who was trying to collect his final paycheck and his boss gave it to him in pennies dumped in his driveway. So this is an addendum to that. It says Coinstar fixes Georgia man's oily penny paycheck problems so i first read that wrong i read coinstar fixes georgia man's oily pen something else (laughs) (laughs) you just you just ended a pen yeah all right a georgia man that was shocked to find the amount of his final paycheck in the form of pennies dumped in his driveway last month is getting some help from coin counting company coinstar i like how the old employer's like you show me where in the labor manual it says i can't pay you in oily pennies <laughs> yeah, right? That would be the worst job ever, right? Every month your paycheck you got to go in and they just give you this huge backpack that's like 400 pounds. You're of like, pennies. "Are you laundering money from the world's <laughs> cheapest strip club? <laughs> do, you, do you have a tanning booth that runs off pennies?" Fayetteville's Andreas Flatten had quit his job at Peachtree City's AOK Walker Luxury Auto Works in November and was having some trouble getting his last paycheck from his former employer. So AOK should never be in the same line as luxury. Yeah, right? That's like the worst name ever. It's like, eh, it's this it's the just all right exotic furniture. <laughs> it's the trust me insurance. <laughs> Although he had reportedly been promised his $915 check would be paid to him in January, the check never arrived and Flatten said his former boss accused him of damages. I wonder if they're like, what what the damage was? He's like, you broke my penny counting machine. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> Flatten, who had gone so far as to call Georgia's Department of Labor for assistance, was surprised when he discovered more than 91,000 oil or grease-covered pennies in front of his house. Yeah, so in the original story, it was the pennies had some sort of substance on it that would prevent him from sort of giving it to a bank or taking it to a coin star. I don't think Um, it would prevent the coin star. I've put some weird crap through that. Oh, really? And they accepted it? Yeah, I always rub my nickels down with cocoa butter before I send it through. (laughs) Because every time I go to Coinstar, they're pretty selective of what they accept and do not accept. Like, they won't accept a Canadian quarter, but they do accept my belly button lint. (laughs) But but it's only at three cents, not at street value of a nickel. (laughs) An envelope resting on top of the pile contained his final pay stub and was addressed with an explicit message. Fuck you. That was something that was left out of the original story. Because the guy was like, I don't know why this money's here. I think it's for my paycheck. Yeah, it was the yeah, the that was not in the original article that there was a sort of letter or a pay stub saying F you. He said there was sort of mysterious and he assumed it was his former employer, right? Yeah, I think that's a a smoking gun. You you think that he is adding this to make the add a little bit more drama to the story, or do you think that actually existed? I think it actually existed. He didn't say it because he wanted, I think, 
to be like, I don't know who would leave this. Maybe my and the employer was like, he. I don't think he wanted to give the employer the satisfaction of the publicity. Gotcha. Since then, Flatten has spent nights cleaning the pennies, which Fox 5 Atlanta said sat in a wheelbarrow in his garage. Ain't nothing that cleans in a wheelbarrow in your garage. Yeah. Flatten and his girlfriend had previously refused to comment to Fox News, saying they were focused on getting a real payment for Flatten's final check. Coinstar took up the mantle and picked up the more than 500 pounds of pennies from Flatten on Thursday. The guy should have just taken the wheelbarrow to the... To the Costco and use the the Coinstar there. Yeah. I mean, Coinstar has been hit by the pandemic just as much as we have. I mean, they're now doing delivery service and pickup service, right? (laughs) That's how they should do it. I mean, really, they're like, we'll pick it up. And we'll deliver a Subway sandwich (laughs) at the same time. We will pick up all the change you have for a foot-long meatball hero. (laughs) The company pointed Fox News to a release in which it wrote that it also rounded up Flatten's paycheck to a thousand dollars so he made 50 extra bucks on this thing yeah or but it, or 80 it, it, it was a thousand dollars in an amazon gift card though i wonder what's what's the sort of card that you need to drop off that 500 pounds because i have a a three-quarter ton truck and it like i just got a load of 2500 pounds worth of stuff put in the back and that sagged so much and that's a three-quarter ton truck. Imagine 500 pounds in the back of, like, a Prius. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's You do a couple trips. Come on. Well, I guess it's a luxury auto works. So you're driving a Maserati or something. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the used car lots with luxury in the name? <laughs> there's usually not a Maserati there. Hey, th- this Porsche comes with $300 in nickels in the trunk already. <laughs> there, There's a $700 rebate on this car. <laughs> it's in the trunk, and it's all oily. When we heard about Mr. Flatten's penny problem, we were happy to offer our assistance, said Coinstar CEO Jim Geharity. Coinstar has been in the coin business for 30 years, and we process approximately 41 billion coins annually. So picking up 91,000 pennies was all in a day's work. See, he's not even phased by the dirty pennies. I mean, I guess that's their business is like dirty coins. Oh, absolutely, right? I was spending an hour or two a night trying to clean the pennies that probably only cleaned off about $5 worth, Flatten told Coinstar. I was so relieved and grateful that Coinstar agreed to help me. I mean, I think if you were spending an hour or two a night and you got only cleared out for like five bucks, you just take them to the dump at that point. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a bit of an exaggeration, right? I mean, a couple hours a night and I've only done $5? I mean, he what? didn't have a system or he was just not good at cleaning. It's like, what is he doing? Buffering them and polishing them? <laughs> He's got like the, you know, this buffer out. And have you like... seen Lincoln's beard shine? <laughs> His upper lip is glistening. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Coinstar ended up matching the $1,000 and donating it to a couple uh, charities. Um, so which is pretty cool. Good for Coinstar. They seem to jump on this for the press, I would imagine. What do you think about this, Louis? I mean, we predicted Coinstar was going to come in uh, on episode whatever where we talked about this. Yes. I'm just glad because I love Coinstar. I do all my banking at Coinstar. It's, uh... <laughs> when they're like checking your credit. Who do you have a checking account with, Mr. Baker? Coinstar. <laughs> Who's your financial references? Uh, you, could you call the CEO at Coinstar? No, Who's I think it's cool that they ra- <laughs> they, uh, they rounded up. The guy made $85, which is crazy because when I go to Coinstar, they charge me 10% for, 
for just their usage fees. And they came to him and then gave him extra money. It's yeah. like, can't they do that for everybody? Yeah, but he turned down. They didn't mention. They turned down. The first offer was $1,500 in, in the form of a Popeye's gift card. <laughs> All right, so Louie, you like this? You like I, this addendum? I, I like the outcome. I mean, one guy was a jerk, the other guy won. Some animals made some money. Yeah, and you know, I heard honestly, I listened to this story. It was on NPR also, and they had reached NPR had reached out to the owner, who is who is the alleged person who left the five uh, five hundred pounds of pennies in his driveway, and he was like, "Nope, I don't know what you're talking about. Never heard of this guy." Like he was like very dismissive. And uh, so it's kind of interesting. The luxury auto guys getting a bunch of bad press and this guy looks like the hero, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool if the story is actually the other way around? Like some tapes come out of this guy like smashing up the the luxury auto works and he really owes him $900 in damages. Right. Or or he just had nine you know, $900 of pennies in his garage and needed to concoct some sort of story he to get somebody. He had, he had a mound of $900 in pennies that he just spilled a bunch of oil on. <laughs> and he's like, I need to concoct a story that I can actually, you know, get somebody to give me money for this. And it worked. It's you Munchausen by Penny. <laughs> All right. I like it. I do too. news part two this story comes from people.com that's a news source more reliable than paying for a lap dance in greasy money uh you don't think uh you know you make it rain with actual change (laughs) it's like this money is pre-lubed so i can slip it down your g-string easier Yeah, they got to they got to like, uh, you know, rinse all the, the change. I, I guess if I was a stripper, I would be very mad if someone was going to be changed. What, what about Canada? Right. They got <laughs> loonies and toonies. Yeah, that's why you got to tip the five. That's how it works up there. Oh, gotcha. You can't just put a stack of two dollar <laughs> bills and then dollar coins pick it up with their butt or whatever. <laughs> it's like the claw game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, it goes, oh, and this is an addendum. Sorry, I almost like launched into the story. This is an addendum to a story that we had done, uh, what was it, probably six or seven months ago? Yeah. Yeah, about a horrible boss. We may find out when it was in the story because we did it when it was fresh. (laughs) All right, so it goes, boss who paid workers final salary in oily pennies ordered to give ex-staffers more than $39,000. And that's in addition to them recycling that oil and selling it back on the to the market. Oil prices yeah. are through the roof. So a Georgia repair shop owner retaliated against a former employee by paying him close to $1,000 in dirty pennies. So you have to imagine the $39,000 plus the $1,000. I think that's why they just made it an even 40. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> why they went $39,000. Like, you already paid $1,000 of pennies. The best would be if he had to give the pennies back. <laughs> They're like, to oh, count these are Canadian pennies. They do not accept these at the bank. We need, <laughs> we need uh, American pennies. And we're short 17 oily cents. <laughs> the owner of an auto repair shop in Peachtree City, Georgia, is regretting his decision to pay a former employee's last paycheck in oily pennies. Miles Walker and a AOK Luxury Auto Works were ordered to pay Andreas Flatten and eight other employees more than $39,000 in a consent judgment from the Northern District of Georgia Noonan Division on June 13th, which included $19,967 in back wages and $19,697 
in liquidated damages. And that liquid was oil. And he got a misdemeanor for uh, damaging American currency. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Are you really damaging a penny? Uh, I think so, right? I mean, I mean, uh, like, you know, so you, you tear a dollar in half. Yeah, as long as there's half of it, it's still good, right? I think it's like, well, it's good for the treasury to take it back. Gotcha. But a business will not take it back? Doesn't have to, no. A business doesn't have to take any money. Oh, okay. I mean, so I guess what I'm asking is like, what would be the point for a penny that someone wouldn't accept it? Uh, Because no one takes cash anymore. (laughs) This this stupid auto dealer is the reason we have the coin shortage to start with. I went to a restaurant the other day in Texas and it was cash only or Venmo. And I was like... I was like, what? Like, why Venmo? If you're going to take money, like, why not PayPal or like a credit card? I mean, it's the same process. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. At the same time, Walker and his company were ordered to remove all photographs and references of Flatten from its website and social media pages and ensure that the consent judgment is posted in conspicuous places around the repair shop. The company also has to post a division fact sheet on the Fair Labor Standards Act's prohibition of retaliation in the shop. I don't know if like though paying in pennies, I don't like if this was a worker somehow paying something back and they did it in pennies to the man, everyone would be like, yeah, you get it. But when the man does it, they're a jerk. That's a double standard. Yeah. I mean, it was like sort of messed up that he did it in penny and he dumped the pennies on like the guy's driveway. Yeah. But then he like coated it in oil. So it's like, you know, it's kind of big F you. But yeah. I don't understand all of these words. Right. So he has to take he has pictures of the guy on in. I, I don't know why you would have pictures of the guy. Maybe I, like, ha, 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 look at me. I got I screwed this MF over. Or maybe that guy was like the best auto detailer and then like oh, he yeah, still yeah. leaves him on his website gotcha. to imply he still Boy, works still there. here. Yeah. <laughs> He's in the back degreasing pennies. Where did Roy get a face tattoo? <laughs> uh, and so and then he has to uh, post conspicu- uh, conspicuous places. Or, like, I don't yeah, know. he has to post like a, like, you know, it's. We've never really been in a workplace, but they have the things like your rights as a worker. They have to post those. Oh, gotcha. But why in conspicuous places? So they can be seen. It's not like underneath the sink. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, And then, yeah. So this guy, and then there's a picture of all the pennies in a wheelbarrow that the guy Andreas Flatten got. Yeah. And it's quite a bit. I mean, there's different. It looks like there's some nickels in there, too. (laughs) It's like, I couldn't get enough pennies. I was 15 short, so I threw in some nickels. <laughs> well, that's how you got to do it, right? You got to throw in a couple of dimes because then when you're, you know, you're tubing them up, all those pennies, you're like, ah, damn it. Cashing <laughs> in 64 cents <laughs> instead of 50. The Department of Labor filed a complaint against Walker and AOK Luxury Auto Works in December of 2021 after investigators found Walker and his company violated the retaliation, overtime, and record-keeping parts of the Fair Labor Standards Act. I, I like how their record-keeping was immaculate down to the penny. <laughs> Flynn also contacted the department after Walker allegedly failed to pay him and his pay him his final wages. And in retaliation, Walker delivered 91,500 oil cover pennies onto Flatten's driveway, complete with a pay stub. I like how they show a picture of the envelope with the pay stub. 
And I think it says F U and it's blurred out. Yeah. But you can see how the envelope's all super oily from the pen. Yeah. But honestly, the guy has good handwriting. The F U is very, uh, you know, it looks like it's calligraphy. Yeah. It looks like my third grade teacher wrote it. The pile of pennies was so large, it blocked and stained Flatten's driveway and took almost seven hours for Flatten to remove. To make matters worse, Walker also published defam- uh, defamatory statements about Flatten on his company's website. Ah, so that's those mentions that they were mentioning. Yeah. Um, in April of 2021, Flatten's girlfriend, Olivia Oxley, told people they were initially super ticked about the pile of pennies left on their drive, but that this changed when it came to cleaning them up. After- oh, then they, they got super happy after they yeah, like, oh, this is the great, this is the best. It's a, it's a great a job sh- anymore. So, uh, maybe this is our new gig. It's a great shoulder workout. <laughs> we, we opened up uh penny cleanup industries right after that. <laughs> Who knew there were so many filthy pennies out there? <laughs> After the first shovelful, all we could do was laugh because this poor, miserable man took so much time to be vindictive and cruel. Oxley said, we absolutely refused to let him ruin a single moment of ours. Speaking after the verdict, U.S. Department of Labor Regional Solicitor Tremel Howard said in a statement that the court has sent a clear message to employee employers such as Miles Walker, who subject employees to unfair wage practices and outright intimidation and retaliation. I see... I don't know if this is like retaliation though. Like the like the oil is, but it's just pennies. I'm down. No, that is retaliation. That's a that's an F U. I mean, he wrote F U on the envelope. <laughs> it's, it's not ambiguous at all. I mean, what do you mean? It's not retaliation. Yeah, it put, he's talking <laughs> shit about the guy on his Facebook. What are you talking about? It said, PS, this is retaliation on the face. <laughs> this is this is a pile of retaliation. <laughs> There's a line item on that page. A stub that says retaliation, 960,000 pennies. Yeah, uh, and it goes on and just sort of goes over like what, you know, your your rights as a worker and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, cool addendum to that story. What do you think, Louis? I mean, I'm glad the guy got paid and got the back wages and the employer sounds like a jerk. Yeah, but it wasn't just him. I guess it was other people, too. I mean, this guy sounds like a dick, and I hope his uh, business goes over and he dies slowly of cancer. You know what I hope he does? I hope he gets cancer, and then I think he, like, you know, barely recovers, and then, like, after he, like, beats cancer and walks out of the hospital, he gets hit by a car and dies. Or he could actually get the cancer, die technically be dead his family gets a life insurance payout but then they revive him and they use that money to put him on a submarine to go see the titanic and then he runs out of oxygen or i hope he dies and his life his life insurance payment is like one hundred fifty thousand dollars, but they just wheel it up in pennies (laughs) in oily in their yard (laughs) in oily pennies (laughs) all right i like it yep That's it for today, folks. Of course, we want to thank you so much for listening. This is listener-supported radio, folks. So uh, if you want to sign up for our Patreon, it does help us out quite a bit. And you can do so by clicking on the Patreon link on our website, and that's oddandoffbeat.com. That's right. Yep. And you can get some amazing things. You can get uh, postcards from the road. Matt will send you oily money. It'll be a great time. You know it. I will send you my oiliest money. (laughs) Only the oiliest money. (laughs) 
I'm not going to send you money I got from selling oil. I'm just going to send you oily money. Yep. Uh, but yeah, it does help us out quite a bit. And you can do uh, sign up for our Patreon. You can also help us by just giving us a five-star review or telling somebody or posting this on one of your social networks uh, and just sharing this around. You know, we've made uh, 275 of these things. And uh, there's one of them's bound to be good. Yeah, that's right? <laughs> a heck of a ratio. <laughs> Maybe we should hire someone on Fiverr, just take all the best jokes of each one and mash them together and make one amazing episode. The super cut. All right, where can people see you this week, Louie? On June uh, 27th, when this comes out, you can catch me at the Bothell Library at like two uh, 7 p.m., but at, earlier in the day at 2.30 p.m., you can catch me at the Federal Way Library. Um, on the 29th, I'm doing a show for like some homeless kids or something, or like, nice. or it's like twins that were separated at birth and reunited. It's some weird foundation. That's awesome. uh, then on the 30th, you can catch me uh, watching the uh, Indiana Jones movie. Oh, nice. I heard it's not good, but yeah, they haven't been good since uh, Raiders. Since the original, well, no, come on. Uh, the Last Crusade was amazing. Yeah, I like the one where the guy's heart out. That's that's Temple of Doom. Yeah, also all three. The first three are good. Yes, the first three are great. <laughs> where can they catch you? I am going to be on the Oregon coast on the 27th when this comes out. I'm at the Bay City Library and the Rockaway Beach Library. That's on the 27th. On the 28th, I'm at the Pullman Washington Library in the evening. On the 29th, I'm at the Moscow uh, Arts in the Park. Uh, so Ooh. come on out that. And they requested that I not, since there was a murder, like a, de- a gruesome murder there, uh, like a few months ago, they asked me not to do any knives or anything. So, I thought so that that's was- half your show. Yeah, I know. Uh, and then on the 30th, I got a couple more libraries in the that sort of region. And on the second and third i am on a royal caribbean ship so i'm super busy and uh so yeah if you want to come out to uh alaska or any of those locations uh hit me up and we'll talk about how we can meet up nice nice other than that folks uh send us a message if you can info at oddnotbeat.com if any news stories that you come across that we don't know about we are we're in the end though we pretty much uh, are the first to hear about weird news. Yeah, yeah. No, I have it uh, on my, uh, I use a shortwave radio to pick up the odd news. <laughs> uh, we hope you have a weird week, we, folks. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening and stay weird.